Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, this is Adam. This is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. So, uh, welcome. <sighs> welcome. Welcome. How's your week going? Um. Are we in a week? Like, what is time? <laughs> you got on your watch there. You got, like, schmutz all over it. I don't know. Probably schmutz. Oh. So, um, it's Monday. It is a Monday. We're recording this because I, I actually was out Monday. of town this weekend. It's true. Shocking. It's true. It was really weird. Yeah, Adam uh, went uh, camping? Not really. It was cabining. Cabining? Um, cabin in the woodsing? So me and some friends, we socially isolated hardcore for like a week mm-hmm. and then met up at a cabin in the woods. Um, if we had no symptoms and we were all good. So, you know, kind of doing our best due diligence, trying to be good. And um, and if we were really good, we could get together and play board games together for four straight days. Yeah. And so we did. So that's what Adam did. And it was... I don't want to use the word spectacular. It was... <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. We had it a lot of fun. fun. It was fun to do something fun. Uh, we ate well. Because uh, we just basically it was nothing but casseroles and chili and prime rib. That's what we had. Oh, those and, things are good. And yeah, we just basically came up with a whole bunch of casseroles that we could just throw in the oven and heat up while we played games, and then pull them out and eat, you know, whatever it was: breakfast casserole, mm-hmm. lasagna, or you know, somebody would bring a pot of chili and we just simmer it for eight hours, and then you know, right, eat it. And then one day we did have prime rib. Well, the nice thing about chili is, like, you can kind of leave it on all day, and when you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a little, like, a small bowl of chili now, it's like, you know, 10.30 in the morning, you're like, sure, whatever, Mm -hmm. and then, like, I'll have another little bit at, like, 3, and then you're like... Yeah, and we did go to a hot dog stand for lunch one day, which was awesome, because it's, like, it's a hot dog stand, like, you just walk up to a window, order your hot dogs, and it's a a hot dog stand. great, I had a chili dog. So, I literally had chili every day from Thursday, Friday... Saturday. Like, Today you're like, my belly kind of hurts. And I'm like, well, I mean, you've had nothing but like beer and bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Saturday's chili was cooked. It was good. Uh, but it was cooked by a 19 year old who learned how to cook at Boy Scout camp. Okay. Uh, and so he had three different kinds of chilies in it. Mm-hmm. It's very and I spicy. Felt them all. Very spicy. It was very spicy. And it was good. And then we had like cake. Mm-hmm. It was made by the cake lady, um, as we know her locally in town. Yes. And she made... It's a good cake. It was a great cake. So her godson was there, and he was the one that asked for the cake. Mm-hmm. And when, when her godson asks for cakes, he gets cake. Yeah. Like here. So it was it was really, really good. So, um, but I had like, what would honestly have been... A decent sized cake on its own. I saw a picture of the slice of cake that you served yourself, and I was like, "Ooh, boy!" <laughs> we just got it in six. <laughs> That's like easily three pieces of cake. This cake was nine, uh, like a nine inch cake pan, mm-hmm. 
and stack four yeah, layers. Yeah, it was like a four-layer cake. It was a four-layer, nine-inch round cake, and we just sliced it in sixth. Um, that's a decent wedge. It had, it had chocolate ganache frosting, like yeah. not... No, no fondant, no buttercream. Mm-hmm. Well, there are some buttercream accents. Fondant is trash. But they, she just poured chocolate ganache over the top Yum. of it, and then piped a little bit of buttercream, just, chocolate you know, buttercream, to make it pretty. Well, it's what she stuck the Hershey Kisses on top with. <laughs> and so that was how that worked. And she does her her thing is she always you know does well. This happens a lot where you have like the flower or the mm-hmm. kiss or the rosette on every eighth. Of a piece. Right. So you can cut it so a little everyone, easier. So everyone gets a flower or whatever. Yeah, and you, you as a slicer, kind of know where to put your knife and all mm-hmm. that. Um, but we did sixths and she did eighths and we didn't... It was fine. It's fine. I, we made it work. It was the worst yeah. accounting part of the day. Yeah. We played, I think, 27 different rounds of 19 different games over four and days. And none of them I had to play, so it was great. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of fun. We got some new favorite games out of it, maybe. Yeah, so. you, had a, you had a good time. Yeah. So anyway, that was my week. You stayed home with I our stayed children. stayed home with our kids. And I, yeah, that's all I did. Uh, we mm. went to the zoo. I was going to say you went to the zoo. We went to the zoo. Uh, so, yeah, our zoo is actually like, being pretty cool about it. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like, masks are required, and you have to um, sign up for a time slot. To come in so they can control the total number of people in the park and also, like... There's the, not a line outside Yeah, the number of, of people arriving. Uh, so we went at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. um, on a Friday after our, our kids got done with their virtual school. Sure. And um, it was great. Like, there wasn't a lot of people. Like, the temperature was really good. The animals were all doing stuff. You know, like, 65 is peak animal at the zoo temperature. Apparently, uh, if you get if you get colder, only the polar bears are moving. <laughs> like if, if it's get... too hot, none of the winter big right. animals are moving. Well, and then if it's real hot, even sometimes the the cats are just laying there. Right, even the giraffes are like, "Fuck this." <laughs> well, it's a wet heat here, so right, it's very humid. I, I guess maybe the savanna is a dry mm-hmm. heat. I would assume. Who knows? It looks Who like knows? a dry. But heat. it was good. Like all the animals were like active, Animaline. yeah, doing animal stuff. They have a new kangaroo exhibit, and it's basically like a kangaroo park. And they're like, you stay on the path. The kangaroos can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> and so you're like, okay, I'll stay, I'm, I'm in. I'll stay on the path. And these kangaroos are just like all over. To be clear, these are not full-sized kangaroos. These uh, they, are smaller. Uh, they are full-grown kangaroos, but they're a different... They're like, not the, species. like, six-foot-tall... No, they're not the terrifying kangaroos that will, like... Gut you. Yeah. Bash in your car windows. Uh, no, they're they're small kangaroos. Like, I think I was bigger than all of these kangaroos. So, I look tall-wise. Yeah. But to see them hop around... Uh, kangaroos have T-Rex arms. Yeah, they do. They're, like, fully T-Rex arms. And I'm like, maybe the T-Rex hopped, guys. Have we considered this? Have we considered that the T-Rex hopped... I want a little baby T-Rex in the pouch in the front. Right? I mean, let's go all the way. I'm here for all of these That would be amazing. Paleontologists that are listening to this podcast, if you have not previously considered whether or not the T-Rex was a marsupial that hopped. Or or just hopping. Like... I want the pouch. She wants the hopping. Because truly... Give it to us both ways. T-Rex body... Built for hopping. Right. And uh, kangaroo body are, like, V-similar. 
Indeed. So that was my thought on that. But yeah, that was fun. So that's all that. Yeah. We went on a bike ride. Like, not really anything. None too exciting. Exciting. Did you do the food, food truck on Thursday? Yeah. Went to a food truck. I didn't bring our kids. I was like, I'm going to oh, get food. Pick it up. I'll, I'll be, be back. back in like 10 minutes. Don't yeah. kill each other. It's fine. And they're like, okay. And they did not. Yeah. Also, like, I let my kids have fries for dinner. I was like, I don't even care. <laughs> like, well, also, like, <laughs> parenting tip. If you're going to be gone for less than 10 minutes, just have your, hand everyone a tablet on your way out the door and they will not know you it's left. True. It's true. And yeah. they'll be fine, and the only problem I would have is that the house spurt down, they mm-hmm. would not know it. Right, right. They would just let it burn down around them, so just be be back faster than your house can burn down. That's that's the parenting tip from designated parents. Sure, sure. So, yeah. there's that. So, but yeah, it was fine. It wasn't yeah. very exciting. It was good. And so, uh, and so, because of kind of the weird schedule, we actually watched a movie. We watched a movie separately. Yeah, like, like it was homework. Yeah. I watched it with two of our kids who had seen it before, but were like, yes, we love this movie. And then, like, Adam watched it on his own, like, uh, in his free time. <laughs> I mean, you say so free time, but I was, like, so doing we're cir- work. we're circling and, back. Yeah. Uh, this is really the first time we've kind of talked about it together. Yeah. Um, it is the Adam's Family... 2019. Right. The new cartoon. Yeah. So here we are, 28 years after the original. What's the original? Or the 1991. Oh, yeah. That we did last week. Remember that? Well, okay. So it's the 1991. But, like, there's, like, a 1960s television show that was all based on. Plus years past that. And it's it's actually a comic book. It's all. We just keep circling around. But we, um, we're here. Um,. Did not love this movie. It's not as good. It's not. It's not as good. It is really missing the boat. Yes. So we start this movie and we're like somewhere it, in the script. It in some time in the past. Yeah. So I have some questions about how long the Adamses live and if they're immortal. I think they are nigh unto immortal because they really can't be killed naturally. Or right. Like. I mean, especially like Fester, that guy goes through some shit. Right. And comes out just laughing about it. And so I assume they're at least semi-immortal, but then... Are they made of the same stuff as Wolverine? Like... I don't know. What kind of immortal are they? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's just... I have questions about the whole right. thing. Right. Are like... they slow growers? Like, has Wednesday just been a child for like 65 years? Yeah, like Kristen Dunst in the, uh, the vampire movie. Right. Or... Yeah. Do they just have a very long, like, do they mature relatively normally and just have a very long adulthood? Or are they just, like, elves? Yeah. (laughs) Where they just go real, real slow. Where they, yeah. Where they'll, won't die from natural causes as much. Or maybe they'll only die from natural causes and not from violence. They're, like, reverse elves. Well, I mean, so, like... Are we talking Tolkien elves or like Tolkien D&D? elves? Yeah, okay. So Tolkien elves do not die of natural causes. They do not get sick. They do not waste right. away. But they do die of like like beheading. Right. Like that. So that's a good way I to go. I think the Adamses are reverse elves, where like they will die of like a heart attack, but they won't die of like hmm, violent pain. Yeah. 
Well, I, I think if the the pain is violent enough, maybe they do. But like maybe. in this movie, there's some there's a heck of a lot of violent pain that just does not do does not even really slow them down. They are mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, that's their it's their vibe. So it starts in the old world somewhere, some old world, sometime, and it's Morticia like getting all dolled up. Yeah, and, it's Morticia and Gomez's wedding day. Yeah, night. Whatever. Day. We'll go. Time. Because, you know, see previous time. review, Morticia and Gomez's wedding night mm-hmm. was probably a whole different kind of right, thing. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. But probably. they got married in the evening. So, so they're, she's getting all dolled up, and it's weird because she, like, has to bolt herself into her boots. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of closure is that? Like, have you ever seen... Yeah. Yeah. She has like a screwdriver, like a power driver that she uses. So apparently 21st century or 20th century at least. Right. To like drive screws that like cinch her boots to her legs. And then she's got like a wrench she uses to tighten her corset. Huh. It's really bizarre. I didn't think she was uh, like Frankensteinian. No, she's not. That's just on the clothing. Oh, okay. Like, the clothing itself, is, she's, like, bolting herself into her clothes. Interesting. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of dedication to foreplay. Like, to be able to wear that for the whole time before. Yeah. Or, but, and then, you know, the wedding night, you're like, and Mm -hmm. I got you this Craftsman toolkit. Right. Wink, wink. There you go. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not that dedicated. That seems uncomfortable. You know what? If we ever get to a point where <laughs> hardware is needed to get you in or out of what we're doing, um, maybe I think we've just... Well, I mean, like, I would have grown as a person, for sure. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But, like, also, I'm confused. I just don't know why that would be necessary. Well, it's not my thing. But, like, I'm sure it's someone's thing, and that's fine. I'm just, like, not that dedicated. I'm very lazy. That's fair. So, so yeah, that, like... But props, Comfort and props to her yeah. for her dedication. There you go. So, uh, as they're getting married, though, uh, the rabble break down and, like, come in with pitchforks and torches and stuff. Yeah, but, like, literal pitchforks. And literal torches. With literal torches, even though this is, like, some time that I'll had s- power drills. Yeah, so I don't... Yeah, it's kind of a mixed... Right. Anachronistic kind they're of thing like happening. They're, like, tiki torches... But the Adams family that have gathered have... Well, first off, part of the wedding ceremony is that they put a lime in a coconut and, and drink they, it all up. They drink it all up. So, I mean, that puts... <laughs> that puts a timestamp on things. It's very weird. I don't know why that is involved at all. Right. That like, seems like a fuck? real departure yeah. from everything. Yeah. I don't know if they were just going for, like, the Beetlejuice scene with, like, Deo... Maybe. Like, this is their take on that, but at the same time, Maybe. that scene mm, also makes no fucking sense, but is creepy as hell. Right. But this is just not. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer for that. But anyway, the, the bad guy, or the, the rabble show up and try to attack mm-hmm. the Adamses who are weird and right. different. Right. And Fester ends up, he's like, Grab my hairy hump, and he bends over, and they get on his back, and he apparently, like, spider crawls up the wall. Up, like, a mountain or something? Yeah, and Gomez and Morticia are like, we should just go somewhere where we can be together, where nobody cares about anybody else, where no one, where our weirdness is not, you know, 
thing where you and it's like all these where people like people won't hunt our children is basically yeah. like but also we're like deplore like depravity is celebrated and you know everybody's just fine with right and where we can hide where like no one would want to come here willingly yeah no one would want to be there willingly mm-hmm. and so they go to new jersey yeah that's a big joke yeah that's the big joke new jersey jokes folks they never get old was there a New Jersey joke in a recent episode? I don't remember. I don't know. But they, um, so they, they're in New Jersey and they have a house and they right, have a family. So their and... car. Mm, yeah, that's right. They're... They are, Thing is driving. Which seems. And they're making out in the backseat. Yeah. And Thing hits. Something. And they're like, oh my god, we hit something. And in a very excited tone. Yeah. Not in a concerned tone. Not in a concerned tone. Um, and it turns out they hit an they escaped hit. mental patient right. who is a giant. Right. Uh, someone from the, the Asylum for the Criminally Insane. And they were like, great! <laughs> like, Again, I don't think we've had an Asylum for the Criminally Insane since, oh, maybe the 1960s. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit. But, it's uh, been a bit. Here uh, we are. Yeah. Yeah, so, again, again, with who knows what time we're in. Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? Uh, and so they hit Lurch. He's, right. He's a giant Frankensteinian monster. Mm-hmm. And they... And they him. immediately start treating him like a butler. Like, they hand him... Uh, to his credit, he goes with suitcases it. Suitcases and... Uh, Dress him in a tux. Right. I think they take off his white... Uh, prison uniform and he's just in a tux well no they just kind of like they just kind of like yoink down and he's in a tux so i don't know if they put it on over the uniform or they ripped the uniform off and it was already there it's just kind of a real quick cut Mm -hmm. but then he's holding the two bags that fell off the top of the roof right like i I guess this is my thing now uh and so they do that and then they go to the house right so i at first they i thought it was the uh insane asylum and they're like, oh, thank God, I want, oh, like, a place to sleep for the night. Uh, but then you get there, and it's not the insane asylum. It's very clearly an abandoned house. Right. I don't know. Maybe that was I, just a whole plot line that got... That they got... That they just were like, oh, I forgot we talked about that three minutes ago. Yeah. It, this does not suffer from abundance of coherent <laughs> writing. <laughs> so they get to the abandoned house, and uh, the the spirit of the house is like, get out! And they're like, It's perfect. Love it. Let's move in. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And um, Lurch starts playing the organ. Yes. And he's playing like all these different songs and trying to find out what he wants to do and mm-hmm. things like giving him a big thumbs down, which is a lot of smack talk from someone who is literally only existing from the wrist out. Right. Who only has a hand. Against a guy who is like eight foot tall and very angry. Right. Like. Right. I think it would have been great if he would have just, like, smacked him against the wall and if he would have, like, slapped up against the wall and then, like, slid down. down. Or just, like, crunched down on top of him and his <laughs> hand fingers would have gone out like a crushed spider. Right. There's so many options for... But instead he just takes... Like, Lurch just takes it. He's got some issues. Maybe he was in there because he has some self-esteem problems. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, they eventually start playing the Adams Family theme because mm-hmm. of course they of do. Of course they do. And they start snapping and everybody's cool. Yeah. And, and then the beginning. And that's the opening credits montage mm-hmm. of photos of them and their family developing. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, it's it's the core Adams family. Right. It's Wednesday and Pugsley mm-hmm. with uh, Gomez and Morticia. Yeah. And Lurch and Thing. Lurch and Thing. And so 
it's oh my gosh, it's just so kind of forgettable. Yeah, I mean, you have your normal like action sequences. There's a lot more action sequences in this movie because mm-hmm. it's a cartoon, and so like you didn't have you to don't worry have to, about hurting anyone. You don't have to paste up people. <laughs> like you don't have to worry about like if anything is physically possible. You're like, it's okay. We're just gonna draw it. Yeah, but. The whole concept is, it introduces two things. So they wake up Wednesday and Pugsley, and mm-hmm. Pugsley has to prepare for his, um, it's basically like a bar mitzvah if you're a weirdo. It's a, it's, it's the mamushka dance. It's mamushka saber yes. thing. Uh, that he's got to get ready for. They call it something slightly different. I don't remember what they call it. It starts with an M. But it does start with an M and involves swords, and it's definitely a reference to yes. the mamushka. But they they get him ready for that. He's got to go out and do sword practice. He doesn't want to do sword practice. He's not good at it. Like, he's not really into swords. They're real old-fashioned. Like, he's into, like, explosives. explosives. Yeah, in a big way. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, this whole scene of him trying to get, surprise his dad and, like, basically kill his dad. Like, murder his dad on the front yard I mean, with it, missiles is, and it, explosions. This is what they do. Yeah, sure. They do this for fun. And they do this for fun, like, across all... Like, Adam's, Adam's family, family yeah. like, things, which is why I think they're reverse elves. Yeah. And so they try to get blown up. He tries to blow up his dad. It does that doesn't get blown up, but he ends up kind of getting himself blown up and mm-hmm. crashes through the greenhouse roof. And his dad goes and meets him. Is like, hey, you got to do this. This is traditional. The only person that's ever failed this dance was your cousin Xander or something like that. And he's like, I've never met him. I've I don't never even heard of him. him. Yeah. Exactly. So we got to get this done. He's like, all right, fine. And they start practicing. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Wednesday's like really moody and like. Yes, like full teenage angst. Yeah. About her life. Like she's just very good at everything she does and she's very bored about it. Yes, indeed. And she wants to know what else there is in the world. Right. She's like, what's what's beyond the gate? And they're like, nothing. You don't ever need to go beyond the gate. And this is where I feel like it takes a real departure from previous oh, yeah. Adamses. Because previous Adamses were not afraid of the world. No, the world was afraid of the Adamses. That was the whole point. Right. Right. And so And these Adamses are real afraid of the world. Like mm-hmm. at least yeah. like Morticia and how Well, they have uh, some trauma. Like mm-hmm. they had some they've they have many people trying to kill them. Yeah. All the time. So, you know, to protect their kids and protect everyone, I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, really? I mean, you're like, the Adams family. You're the Adams family, bitches. Like, like yeah. what are they going to do to you? You've got to be like, I don't give a fuck about these suburban housewives. Like, that's the whole shtick. Right. Well, and the other thing that this does is, like, we talked about this last week. The Adams family, even in the 1991 stuff, but in, in the previous stuff as well, mm-hmm. they're such a functional, good family. Yes. Like, Wednesday likes her parents because they allow her some freedom, but Mm -hmm. also encourage her and are themselves happy with who they are. You know, there's, you know, something to be said, like, when you're happy with who you are, kids can kind of detect that, I guess, and, like, want to be that. I mean, also, you're just, like, less angry and stressed and anxious when you're really comfortable with yourself. Yeah. You know comfortable living your truth and you're like you're they're like a weight lifts and like things are easier but with gomez and morticia trying to lock themselves away and protect themselves there's already this like dynamic of 
this tension. Yeah, they don't really believe in this. They're not really here. Like, they're kind of one foot out the door, ready to, you know, they don't like the life they have. Mm -hmm. It's a compromise to keep themselves safe. Whereas in the 1991 albums, they're like, fuck you guys. Right. Right, I'm living my best goddamn life. I don't know if you know this, but I'm rich as hell, (laughs) which certainly helps. Does help. Um, got a banging sex life and right, right. really like who I am as a person and who my spouse is as a person. I'm proud of my kids. Like all of this stuff is really great. And in this one, it's all broken. Yeah. Like none of it that is there. Right. It's yeah. It's, it's very disappointed. It's very disappointing. And really, I think just utterly breaks who the Adamses should be as a family. Agree. And and that's my that is my number one complaint about this movie. <laughs> is, it took, is it took the Adamses from like a family of badasses and just like what if we had regular family drama but creepy? Yeah, and that's just not fun. Right, it's not as fun to watch. Yeah, so uh, Wednesday wants to go to public school. Oh, like she just wants to leave yeah she wants to explore outside the gate let's be on the gate and they're like you should never go beyond the gate it's all fog and you can't Mm -hmm. see anything anyway until Until... one day the fog lifts yes and that can only happen if somebody drained the swamp (gasps) because somebody drained the swamp that's what happened it's um it's a tv like flip it tv flip it host yeah and she, Extreme home makeover, like... Yeah, she built an entire planned community in what used to be the swamp. She drained the swamp, has built a planned community, mm-hmm. and this is like her big coup de gras that she's going to go out on, is that she's built this town that everybody should want to live in, mm-hmm. because... It's called Assimilation. <laughs> it's called Assimilation. Assimilation <laughs> is the name of the town. And the game. And so, so, like... So on the nose. Yeah. And all the houses are perfectly designed and coiffed, and mm-hmm. all the people are nondescript and right. blend in. And that's the point, right? You know, that's suburbia, and I feel seen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's... That's the point. Everybody's just bland. Right, right. But it does cause the fog to lift, which Wednesday and the family see, and they're like, the fuck? There's like a whole town down there. What? Why? And so they decide to go investigate. They're like, we should, like, you know, see what's up. And, and again, it could be a potentially really good fish-out-of-water moment of yes. them, like, going, but it's just them just kind of floating down yeah. the street and not really participating in anything? or is- Right, not really, like, engaging with people, people not really engaging with them. Uh, there is the one... Designer person. Yes. Played she... by Alice and Jenny. <laughs> yeah. God bless. So good. So good at being she's, evil. <laughs> she's stuck in Dayton right now. We could Is she? Yeah. She's apparently hanging out with her parents who live in like Oakwood. Oh. Yeah. Fancy. Alice and Jenny came from money. Uh yeah, most people who do art things for a living came <laughs> <Dude>. from money. <laughs> It's either you were dirt poor and that was actually a step up, or you were filthy rich and your parents could float you until you got a big role. That those are the two people that are involved in the arts. But anyway, that's real. That's real interesting. I did not know that. 
Yeah. And like Martin Sheen's from Dayton as well. Lots of people from Dayton. And oh, what's his name? The other guy, the the press secretary guy from West Wing was from Dayton. And so like a lot of times you see like Dayton Flyers mugs on oh, the West on Wing. The West Wing. Yeah, they they got a lot of little Dayton in jokes. They're like uh, here. <laughs> and like when somebody had to do Here's something, the swag. In the, like middle, like someone had to go campaign in Middle America in a nondescript. They were mm-hmm. like going to, uh, you know, a. Uh, Auto parts manufacturer in Dayton, Ohio, mm-hmm. is where they were just they're just throwaway references or like Moraine, Lots, Ohio, or, lots of Dayton, Ohio references you know, in uh, West Wing, yeah, which yeah. I've never seen. Yep. So, but anyway, but anyway, so um, but yeah, so they she meets up with them, and the problem is as the fog lifted, ass, assimilation could also see the Adams House, right, which they could never see before. It was just like on. The foggy mountain. It was beautiful. Like a foggy yeah. mountain. You're like, cool. Cool. Smoky mountains kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's like this lightning shrouded, spooktacular right. horror show up on the... And she's like, oh shit, we gotta do something about this. So her plan is that she's going to do a remodel of their house. Right. I'll give you like a free makeover of the kindness of my heart. Yeah. She's gonna burn the place down and right. just get rid of them. But... So she showed in the... And she, like, when, when can I come over? And they're like, come over whenever you want. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. so the next day she comes over with her daughter. Yep. And her daughter like has her phone and is just like, "I'm not going in there." Like, whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll be out here. And uh, that's when Wednesday and her name's Parker have a conversation. And she's like, "So you know, where do you mm-hmm. go to school?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't go to school. Uh, I'm I'm cage schooled." <laughs> That's what she says. Yeah. I'm cage schooled. And they're like, oh, well, like, I just go to, you know, junior high. Like, what happens at your school? And she's like, oh, you know, the usual, like. People hate each other. People hate each other and backstabbing and, like, trying to, girls trying to make you feel bad about yourself. The usual. And she was like. Sounds lovely. I I can get behind that. Like. Yeah. And so, yeah. So there's that. So she badgers her mom to go to public school. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the house, the decorator is, like, spray-painting all the stuff they need to change, like, with neon green paint. Yeah, it's... Which is apparently her shtick. Right, it's terrible, you know, like, and she's, yeah. like, over these, like, paintings, and, you she's know, like... we're like, gonna take down this wall, and we're gonna open up the ceiling here, and it really, I mean, her whole thing is that she's just gonna destroy the house. Right. That's the whole... Right. ...whole plan. She's like, it's really just a few tweaks, and they're like, no, this is perfect, like, thank you so much. What you've done, like, really helps, you know. Give, we'll see you later. Give the place a genus de quoi, and then, uh... Basically just green stripes. Right. Just, like, drippy green paint, which, like... It works with has, it. Has a creepier vibe, but, uh... They're like, nope, we're good, thanks. No problem, bye. <laughs> By the way, did you catch who the, verse, the voice of her main assistant is? Uh... Is it... Titus Burgess? It is Titus. I thought I recognized his I thought it was Titus. Titus? Because he got two S's on the end there. Titus. <laughs> Titus. Yes, I did I did recognize his voice. Yeah. Um, and so... The it, voice cast in this is pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Like, like it's got uh, Poe Dameron is Gomez. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaacs. I was like, Poe Dameron is not his real name. <laughs> no. Okay, fine. The guy that played... Um, Apocalypse and X Men Apocalypse. Uh, I don't know who that is. It, it, it's Bo Dameron. Oh, okay. It's Oscar <laughs> Isaacs. It's like, I, yeah, I still don't know who that is. 
Um, yeah. Star Wars movies. We reviewed them a year ago. I know ago. Star Wars movies. I don't know X-Men movies. Oh, we should do a series on those next. Right. Right. I've seen exactly one X-Men movie. I'm sorry. It's fine. Okay. Um, but then there's... Yeah. But where were we? I have been drinking too much, so that's... <laughs> It's always a struggle to keep this podcast on track. Whenever Sorry. Um, but anyway, so they meet up, and the the Adamses do kind of kick them out of the house, mm-hmm. and they're like, nope, not doing it. Yeah, bye. Bye, see you later. And that's when Wendy's like, I want to go to junior high school. Right. I want to go to public school. And Marcia's like, I don't know. And Gomez is like, ladder. You know, like. What's the worst that could happen? Right. Um, she's like, I don't know, like, I really don't have a good feeling about this, and the whole reason we moved here was to, like, keep her, her safe, and people can be so cruel, like, yeah, the, all these the, things world, the world is a cruel, cruel place, mm-hmm. and Gomez is like, Wednesday can handle herself, like, she's, she's very, bitch. she's very capable, like, she just got a DNA test, right, she is 100% that bitch, and, uh, they're like, just let her. And they're like, okay. And so they send uh, her off to mm-hmm. regular school. And uh, in the meantime, they're working on training Pugsley for his sword fight, sword fight thing. thing. Which he sucks at. Which he does suck at. And he doesn't want to do it. He's got like the kid saber and he's just mm-hmm. amazingly bad. Um, meanwhile, the reservations are coming in for his, it, it really is like a bar mitzvah is what it is. Yes. And uh, everybody's going to show in, and they have no idea where they're going to put everybody, but they'll figure it out. Well, right? they're going to, like, you know, renovate the mausoleum or whatever. Yeah, that was the plan. And so, um, Wednesday goes to school. Yeah, she gets to the door, and she was like, oh, it's a children's prison. Makes sense. Like. I get it. I got this. I'm here for it. Right. Uh, and she sees Parker, the only person she knows. And she's, you know, she's like. Hi, Parker. And everyone's like, who is this? And Parker's like, this is Wednesday. I met her last week. She's new. She's new. Real weird. <laughs> and then the, like, popular girl, Brittany, comes. Of course the popular girl's Brittany. Right. I don't know. I don't know what her name was. I think it was Brittany. Maybe. Uh, puts, like, comes to pick on Parker and puts, like, a moldy sandwich in her lunch and, like, pours a slushy all in her backpack and, like, throws the backpack at her. And, uh... Parker doesn't even, like, pick it up, you know. She's, she's just, like, like, scared and well, intimidated. It, well, and she's just like, you're losing your touch, Brittany. You know, like, and Brittany's like, you're right. You know, like, I need to up my auntie, whatever, blah, blah, And then, uh, when, and then Wednesday, I don't remember what she does. She, like, gets up in Brittany's face. She does, like, she does get up in her face and she, and, uh, Sca- basically scares the shit out of Britney. <laughs> like, just, just like, listen, just by I being... will rain down hell and fire upon you right. and all that you love if you do not right. back the fuck off. Right. Yeah, mostly. And it and... was like, whoa. And uh, she was like... You don't scare me. Right, let's do this. And they go to science class and the uh, science teacher is like scrolling through her phone and is just like... It's page 47 in your book. Read the instructions. Go. And they're like, it's the frog dissection day. Because of course it's frog dissection day. Yeah. And they're just giving them all like frogs. And the teacher's like, whatever. <laughs> and Wednesday's like, 
I've done this before. Right. I know what to do. So she like builds a Frankensteinian, uh, like a full Frankenstein machine where you there's like she makes a lightning ball up at the top and there's like the racks. And before you add me to say Frankenstein was the scientist, yeah, I know that's exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Like it's it's Frankenstein Frankenstein's machine. made that machine. Yeah, and also Frankenstein's the monster. He is the monster and the scientist. That's the joke. And the monster is just the victim. <laughs> anyway. So she builds this thing, and she reanimates her frog and all of the other frogs. Yes. Into, like, zombie frogs. Yeah. And then points at Brittany and has them attack her, and everybody runs out screaming. And then uh, Parker's friends, the twins, were like, we love you. You're our new favorite person ever. Like, we are that just was so excited to see you work. You know, like, would you like to go to the mall or something? And Wednesday's like, I haven't seen a good mauling in ages. That seems great. Again, she hasn't left the Adams compound ever. Right. So when did she see a mauling? At Adams compound. I guess. great parties. But they don't get mauled. That's the thing about Adams is. I mean, maybe they do and they just don't get hurt. And that's why it's so funny. They also keep a lion. That's true. As a pet. Wouldn't you? Yeah, if I was like... Physically immortal? Yeah, physically immortal from like violence. Like... Sure. Yeah. Lion sounds like a great pet. Sure. Let's absolutely. So they go to the mall, I guess. Yeah. And then they're like running late. Yeah. Let's Wednesday's see. late to get home. And Morticia's very worried. And uh um Morticia's like, it's late, you know, like I'm I'm really worried about about Wednesday. And they're like, You shouldn't be worried about Wednesday. Like Wednesday will be fine. And she's like, No, I mean there were others, like we might we might have to craft an alibi. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> and they're like she'll be fine. And so she comes home and she's wearing like a glittery unicorn hair clip. And they're like, <gasps> and Morticia's like, "What is that? It's hideous." <laughs> she's like, "My friend says it brings out my smile." Wednesday, you don't have a smile. She's like, there's a lot of things you don't know about me, mother. Again. Full sass. Yeah. Full sass. Again, the the thing about the Adams family that was always awesome was the fact that, like, Wednesday really liked her mom because her and her mom had a very functional, good relationship mm-hmm. built on honesty, trust, and the fact right. that she wanted to be like her mom because her mom wanted to be like her mom, too. Like, Right. Well, and instead of being like, uh, like... That's hideous. I love it. You know, like, because yeah. that's hideous is part of their aesthetic. You know, like. Exactly. Like. We're like, ooh. Well, you know, and like. Oh, I see where you're going with this. It's right. ironic. And... Right. It's like pink goths. Like, goths who are so goth that deep down in their, like, very soul, they don't even have to wear black. Yeah. They can, like, wear Hello Kitty shit. Right. Yeah. Those but goths. Those goths. <laughs> This guy did that nay test. I'm 100% that goth. Right. I am not that goth. I'm not either. But I respect I could them. be. Yeah. Like, that's an aesthetic, and that's a really cool. Right. And like, so, like, they definitely could have, like. They could have gone that way. Right. But no. Um, so, her mom is like, Would you, like, I really want you to come to a, a seance in the cemetery, like, tomorrow. Like, tea and seance is the date. And Wednesday's like, Whatever. 
<laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, back down the hill. Meanwhile, back down the hill. Um, Wednesday's friend. Parker. Parker has gone full goth. Right. Well, and her they, mom is freaking the hell they out. They have a whole conversation Wednesday. And it's like, so how'd your mom take it? And I was like, I don't know. She was kind of accepting, like, which is annoying because, like, I was kind of doing this to piss her off. Like, and she was like, you can get away with so much. Like, your parents are so cool. I can't get away with anything. My mom freaks out about everything. Like, I really wish I could do something wild. And, uh. Yeah. And so that's when Parker kind of, like, Becomes goth. Right, she shaves, like, half her head and dyes it really dark and, like... Tons of eyeliner tons and Tons of eyeliner and puts it on Snapchat, like, this is my new look, like... Some of you might not like it, but whatever. Yeah, this like, me. like it if you want, but, like, I don't give a fuck. Which, I mean, good for her. Yeah. And, uh... Her mom... Her mom freaks out. Right. Also, this is when we find out her mom has a secret layer... Yes, because her mom, the designer of the whole community... The mom, the designer of the whole community, has... Uh, like a master control a master spy control room. A master control spy room that is hooked into everyone's social media. Social so me- she can pretend to be people. Yeah. She I can, think- like, sign on as Mrs. Perkins. I think she's like, got, like, blah, fake blah, people. Blah, blah, blah. That she oh, she uses. has fake people. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. That she uses to just feed the, the drama... Which, if you've ever been on, like, a neighborhood Facebook and or, like, next door app or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, there are people on there that I'm like, this person cannot be a functional human. Like, there is no way this person is for real. They don't even go here. Yeah. Like, there's got to be something going on. And turns out, yeah, maybe it's just all a conspiracy of people posting bullshit. (laughs) But she's trying to turn the neighborhood against... Against the Adamses. Against the Adamses. So she starts vicious rumors. Yes. And, like, they're wanted in 30 countries and all this other stuff. And the basic idea is she's trying to assemble a mob to go mm-hmm. attack. And, yeah, she gets them. You know, she gets everybody Facebook... Wild up. Yeah. Wild up. It's, you know, fake news, social mm-hmm. media. I mean, stop me if you've heard this before. Right. Uh, meanwhile, I think... Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, that's when Wednesday shows up in, like, the, like, school uniform or yes. whatever, like, the pink yeah. skirt and the whatever. And, uh, Morticia's like, this isn't you. And, uh, Wednesday's like, you don't know me. And you're not the boss of you're me. You're not the boss of me, and I'm running away. <laughs> and she does. runs away, uh, at night to Parker's house. To Parker's house. Before, and she tells uh, Pugsley, and even though this whole thing is, like, ostensibly about Pugsley, he's, like, such a fifth wheel in the yeah. character development. But, uh, you know, she's like, tomorrow you'll be a man, and I'll, and I'll be a fugitive. You know, like, yeah, and I have to go. And he was like, I always knew it would end like this. I just didn't think it would be so soon. Yep. <laughs> but then, then the Adamses start arriving. Mm-hmm. And there are, you know, the motley crew of mutants. Right. And there's miscreants. it. There's the person whose head is like a hedge. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. There's, there's all like the... a Satan character who sets his head on fire. Mm-hmm. There's Grandma. She's there. She's right. got words of non-wisdom. Right. Uh, I think that's Catherine O'Hara. Who? Grandma? grandma. No, no, no. Oh, who's Grandma in this? It's, um... 
I remember I looked this up. Is it? It's not Bette Midler. Oh, Bette Midler is someone. She is in this, though. She is in this. Uh-huh. Bette Midler and Catherine O'Hara are both in this. Yeah, I don't think it's Catherine O'Hara. As uh, various matriarchs. Which is cool. Yeah. But anyway, they um they do a whole thing in the, uh, you know, the introduction of the mutants. And then it goes to his party mm-hmm. where he's got to do the saber dance. Yes. Um, But he sucks at it. Yes. But also, is he interrupted by a mob? Yeah, at the, at the end of it. So the whole point of the saber dance, as is told repeatedly, for those of you not paying attention... Right. It's You need to be able to prove that you can protect your family. That's the whole point. That's how you become a man. That's how you prove... Yes, because that's the chief end of a man. I mean, if you're a family who's constantly trying to be, like, burned by villagers... It does become part of your DNA. Yeah, I understand how maybe that's a real important cultural touchstone. Sure. But... Okay, whatever. So, a <laughs> um, little bit weird. But the, the sword fight thing goes very badly, and Pugsley mm-hmm. kind of embarrasses everyone. But he is interrupted by that mob that's coming up. Right. Who have a fucking trebuchet. Right. So, uh, Parker and Wednesday found the secret lair. Right. And they were like, oh shit, my mom's like Loki evil. And not only... Does uh, she have all this social media manipulation, but she has cameras in everybody's house. Super creepy. She's like spying on them. Again, stop me if you've heard this story before right. or exactly. subscribe to it and it gives you like entertainment. Right, and, right. Or is Amazon. <laughs> Alexa, are you spying on me? No, I'm not spying on you. I'm designed to protect your privacy. You can learn more by visiting Amazon.com slash Alexa Privacy. I don't buy that for a second. Very reassuring. <laughs> but anyway, um, so think about that, shall we? And um, So she locks them in the attic. Right. And uh, she's like, my mom has this like underground evil lair and a jail. Like, what am I going to do? And Wednesday's like, cage school 101. And like, bust them out. Yeah, just no. So, so then they go to try to catch the catch the mob, you know. Mm-hmm. Diffuse that. Down. Yeah. So what is what happens next is the world's most confusingly non-linear like battle battle where they're just so they're launching these giant boulders mm-hmm. through the Adams family house, which they get from who knows where. God knows where. Yeah, they're using a trebuchet, also which, sourced from. Yeah. There's just a just a little trebuchet making situation situation somewhere. I don't know. And so they're doing that. They they're launching them into the Adams family house, and the the house makes no physical sense. And it might be because it's haunted and spectacular, right. but like. They keep running through, like, one room. Like, the mob will run out a door and be in a hallway and then run back in a different door and be back in that same room and then run out the same door and be in, like, a totally different room. Like, the whole thing is cut together in a way that just makes no freaking sense. And it's super hard to follow. And again, I'm that guy that tries to draw floor plans of every house he sees on TV. And I just, like, had to abandon this within, like, ten seconds. I can't. I can't. This is so hard. And, like, every room in this house has four walls of windows. Mm-hmm. And that's not how houses 
work. Right. So, <laughs> I don't even know. It's just all, I'm so annoyed. Right. So they're just smashing the magical house mm-hmm. to pieces. Um, and the Adams family is fighting back with but explosions. With like, well, they start and- with like swords. And then Pugsy's like, listen, dad, you said this was all about learning how to defend my family. Yeah. Well, you guys fucking suck at it, so let me show you how it's done. Right, I can defend my family. Well, and it was, like, it was more Gomez being like, tell, like, you can do this. Like, tell me what, what is this supposed to be all about? It's supposed to be about defending your family. It's like, you can do this, buddy, and you can do it your way. Like, exactly. I was wrong to force the old ways on you. Like, when really, you, you should have just been yourself. Yep. And so he does that. He's like, cool. Explosive as it is. And so he starts, like... Throwing explosives at these giant boulders. Right. Which, when he hits a boulder with an explosive, it, it just, it just disappears. into a bunch of tiny boulders. No, it just disappears. It just, like, poof, dust cloud, and it's gone. Mm, it's dust pulverized. I don't know how much explosive force it takes to pulverize, say, an eight-foot diameter boulder. I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot. I and I lot. think if you did that in, like, a ballroom... <laughs> <laughs> or any sort of enclosed space. Right, the probably... shock of it would, like, break every window. And also liquefy most humans in I mean, that room like... with it. Like, it would not go well. Mm-hmm. But, eh. So they eventually manage to battle their way outside. And when they get outside, they're able to... The tree protects them. Yeah, the tree they at the They have Ghana. this, like, magical tree that's always, like, whatever. Yeah, and it's Ichabod is the Ichabod name of the tree. Ichabod is the name of the tree. And it, it comes picks up all the Adamses. Yeah, it's a very like tree beard going to Isengard kind of moment. Right. And picks them up and takes them and there's a big standoff with the mom, the the renovator, mm-hmm. and they're like, You suck. And she's like, I don't care. I this is all about my show and my ratings and i don't care about these people i don't care about you people i just need my show to be on the air Mm -hmm. so fuck y'all deuces like stop being ugly in my shot right right and parker was like oh mom you're already on air like i have been live streaming this whole thing where the uh the neighborhood finds out that you're spying on them with all of your yeah. spy equipment. Because that was also a reveal that happened. Right, that was also a reveal. And people are like, you're, like, not cool. And she's like, what do I got to do? I need I need people to buy these houses. And uh, Fester's like, I can hook you up. Like, you got, you got a lot of houses that you need sold. I got a lot of family that, like, I need to find beds for. Like, let's figure this out. And the rest of the people who live in the neighborhood are like, yeah, Sure, cool. sounds great. Like, I love the resale. You're just a normal family. Like, we're sorry we tried to kill you. Like, we're we're good, right? You and me, we're we're good now. Sure. And the Adamses, to their credit, are like, sure. <laughs> I don't know. And so, like, the whole Adams clan moves into assimilation mm-hmm. and assimilates that. And there's like. And then somehow in the last, like, nanosecond, Fester and the uh, the renovation lady, like, become a thing. Yeah, they, like, hook up. Yeah. And they're, like, going door to door to welcome the new residents mm-hmm. together. And they're... Do they... Yeah, do they own, like, a retail... Uh, like... 
gift baskets for doors. Are they know. like retailers? Like I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It just like comes out of nowhere with yeah, no explanation, like, acknowledgement, well, or follow up. I was watching it the whole time, and I was like, "Wait, when did they get together?" And <laughs> our daughter was like, "Oh, like a second ago. <laughs> like you didn't miss anything." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like that was not telegraphed or indicated right. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So and then it ends with a sing-along version of the Adams Family sing mm-hmm. song. Yeah, with families. Right, blah, which blah, blah, blah. then turns into... Rap credits! Rap credits! We have rap credits, ladies here, and gentlemen. I, I will say the music in this is pretty it good. Pretty solid. Yeah, pretty solid musical choices. I'm yeah. here for the rap credits. Uh, at one point, um, there's like kind of a sad moment, and Lurch starts playing the harpsichord, mm-hmm. and kind of clears his throat. He sings Everybody Hurts. In Michael Stipe's <laughs> register. Like, so imagine Lurch, like, going great. way up there in Michael Stipe land, which I can't even mm-hmm. pretend to think about getting to. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's it's a good, it actually, that was a good moment. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that, that was, that's funny. I don't yeah. care who you are. A Frankenstein monster singing R.E.M. is great. Um, But yeah, what do we learn from this movie? What do we learn from this movie? The first one was so much better than anybody gave it credit for because this one is so bland. Yeah, it could have been great, but it was okay. It was just okay. Like I feel like okay. I feel like it was just like let's take your run of the mill like sitcom family drama. Yeah, and just like. Graph some spooky over it. Yeah, let's just desaturate and, the palette. And throw some jokes in there. Like, not great jokes, but just, like, Adam's family spooky jokes. And then, like, we're good. Yeah. It was just... Meh. It was meh. I mean, I don't hate it. But I certainly don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I would land. Yeah. Um. Anything else we learned from it? Mm, probably be yourself and stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. Maybe. Sure. Don't be afraid of the outside world. It's not that scary. Right, right. Which was a great message in 2019. Does not track this year. Right, everybody stay home. Everybody stay stay home, because the world is actually (laughs) fucking terrifying and getting more so by the day. Right, 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 right. I did appreciate that article you said. Is it Zoom fatigue, or is it just really exhausting trying to pretend the world isn't falling down around you while you know it is? Right. I think it, it might be both. It could be both. <laughs> also, I hate Zoom calls. But anyway, They're the worst. They are. I can't. If you're a teacher right now and you teach, oh, I don't bless. know, second grade, and you're on Zoom calls with, God say, bless. 30 or 40 kids, how are you just not drunk? Yeah. I don't know how you don't time. mute everybody. Uh, Listen to Tarzan yell. I was, yeah, he just is very loud and excited. I was on a call once and I had to mute him and he got so mad and I was like, have your, has your teacher never muted you? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, I did that. Like, bless. We had a a Cub Scout meeting last week online just testing it out and yeah, you just have to mute him and he's like, why? I have things to say (laughs) and people need to hear them and I'm like, buddy, get a podcast. But like... You gotta get other followers. (laughs) I mean, trust me, I get it. That's how I keep your mom happy. But, um, anyway. Is that too much? Too on the nose? Too meta? (laughs) Just give me a stick eye, folks. I might be in trouble. You're fine. All right. So, other than that, I don't know. What do you got? 
That's it. That's, That's all it. I got. So uh, all of you out there, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.